Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you've had an enjoyable day, whether you spent it with someone that's important to you or spent it alone. Yesterday, I was talking about the idea of fitness in the metaverse. And I was thinking through how participating in the metaverse could potentially help with my fitness training regimen and more broadly, how people in society could benefit, how their their training could be helped. And in the beginning, I was struggling to imagine the actual uh, training and exercising being coordinated through the metaverse. I'm sure that'll get worked out eventually. But then I started to think about more of the sharing of information in the metaverse. And I described some of my experiences of going to trade shows and meeting people in the business, in the industry, and the sharing of information, which is helpful. And I've spoken a few times about the concept of education and schooling in the metaverse. And today, while I was scrolling through Instagram, I saw an advertisement that really struck me. It was selling a, a platform that would allow coaches to sell tailored fitness services to people in a higher socioeconomic status, a higher end clientele. And the pitch behind the platform was that there's very little money to be made in simply recommending programs, exercises, reps and sets, and prescribing nutrition programs. And that in fact, what a lot of people need is so much more than just that. What they need is a coach to help them to make a lifestyle change. Which is something I've talked with a friend of mine, actually last week we were, we were discussing this, this idea that the coaching that he and I would like to, would like to offer is not just the information that's specific to the particular activity that someone wants to engage in, like say fitness, for example. But there's also an element there around helping people to make a lifestyle change, how to adopt new habits. And so I started thinking that 
perhaps there's a place for the metaverse, a role for the metaverse to play in helping people with their health and wellness pursuits. Uh, more on the coaching side of things rather than the actual facilitating of a particular exercise um, session. So, so rather than looking at the metaverse through the lens of how could this facilitate, for example, a private training session using weights or a, a, a private Pilates session, <clears throat> but how can this facilitate the, the coaching that goes alongside that to help people make lifestyle changes? And one of the things that I considered then was, well, we could probably just do that just as well over Zoom, really. You know, you can you can call into a coach and you can talk to each other online and even better, you can see the other person, the real live person. And they can see you and there's some very clear benefits to communicating and being able to read facial expressions of the person that you're speaking to. And I think there's some merit to that. Then I also considered that sometimes people feel a little vulnerable and a little exposed. And sometimes what people like is a little bit of um, protection, a little bit of distance they don't, they, they like to be not so exposed and not so revealed. And people may feel vulnerable when they're being recorded uh, on a, on a call live. And that perhaps by having these avatars, that feeling of vulnerability and exposure could be reduced or minimized so that people could feel more comfortable to open up and to be authentic and to uh, speak freely and truthfully uh, about their challenges and their difficulties. So I think that opens up an interesting line of thought uh, for a discussion at some point, hopefully with a guest in the future. On the on the note of vulnerability, I had an, a separate conversation today with a colleague about uh, children being online. And I was talking about Roblox and how uh, I overheard a conversation my daughter had with a friend of hers where the friend was recognizing that there was someone trying to friend them on Roblox. And her comment was something along the lines of, I would never accept a friend request from a stranger, from someone I don't know. And so it's interesting because it, it strikes me that there's that this conversation that, that started around uh, safety and security for children in online spaces becomes perhaps even more significant, even more important as we move into new virtual spaces such as the metaverse where there are online avatars that um, 
come together and can interact. In fact, I think I read something recently about Facebook, now known as Meta, inserting some kind of personal protection zone around avatars so that other avatars can only come so close to your avatar before they're sort of pushed away the way that perhaps like uh, if you put two magnets together and you put the poles in such a way that they repel rather than attract so there's this kind of protection around people's avatars and so i guess it's it's interesting that in some ways being in the metaverse could be an increase in vulnerability and therefore uh, potential risk to personal safety but then in another case it could be that being on the metaverse actually makes some people feel less vulnerable and actually more secure than they would be if they were dealing in the offline world or using a communication channel that is, for example, video chat. So clearly over the past week, this is, I think, podcast number seven now, the themes that are that are coming out of this is are around uh, social gatherings and the way that settings, that place, that sense of place is informed by structures. And so depending on the kinds of social gatherings that you want to participate in or that you wish to facilitate, there are are structures that could be more appropriate than others. For example, if you want to have a lecture style social gathering, then a room set up with in similar way to a lecture hall with many, many seats all facing one focal point where one or a couple of individuals are placed versus uh, Starbucks where you may have dyads of one person meeting another. And then also a kind of open, a kind of maybe like a bar or nightclub setup where people can explore uh, the all of the, the people that are in the particular space and engage in practices of social discovery. So that, that's it's kind of interesting to me that in the beginning, it seemed like to me that going into the metaverse was a very sort of solo activity um and now i can see that it can become it 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 has a real potential to redefine and reshape uh, what it means to have a social gathering as a human so tomorrow i'm really excited because i have my first guest coming on and they'll be talking about their work on avatars in the metaverse I'll be recording that tomorrow and hopefully be able to share it with you by the end of the day. So that's it for today. 
thanks for coming by. Uh, and uh, I hope that you come back again. If you have any ideas or thoughts, please get in touch and share them with me. And if you'd like to become a guest, uh, also get, out, get in touch with me. Have a wonderful evening. Good night.